welcome to Running on Ice, the coolest community in Freight. I'm your host, Sydney Edwards, bringing you the latest tech updates, warehouse news, everything happening in the cold chain world. Now, you know Running on Ice, the show, then you know Running on Ice, my newsletter. I write it every Wednesday and Friday, and we talk about most of the same things and a couple more updates involved. And so before we get to our guest up for the day, let's get into some of these headlines. Now, Valley International Cold Storage out of Harlingen, Texas, has laid off 64 of its employees, leaving them without a job. The company was recently involved in a mass frozen beef recall of its healthy choice Korean-style beef microwavable meals after the packaging was misbranded and did not include allergen information. Now, Freightwaves Noy Mahoney reports that this recall included over 22,000 pounds of frozen beef and 38,000 of those Korean-style beef microwavable meals. The USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service says the meals included milk, which is an allergen, and instead of beef, a chicken sausage and pepper product that contained milk, both an allergen issue and mislabeling. And the company has not commented on the layoffs. 3PL company Direct Connect Logistics is relocating their corporate headquarters to Circle Center Mall in Indianapolis. In a news release from DCL, the company says they'll be using the mall's previous Nordstrom store location, which makes up 52,000 square feet. The space will accommodate DCL's growth as they look to expand their workforce to 400 employees in the next year. This move doubles the company's current workspace and will include a full-service gym and gives employees access to downtown restaurants and covered parking. DCL focuses on providing technology for the food, beverage, and grocery industries. And an interesting new tech development in the works, a self-powered sensor that changes color to show if a frozen food has been thawed or not. The tech is made by folks at the Italian Institute of Technology, and according to New Atlas, uses two electrodes that are separated by a frozen electrolyte solution. If the electrolyte solution begins to thaw, electrons will flow to one another, and the sensor will change colors. The electrolytes can be made to thaw between 32 degrees Fahrenheit and negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit. I'll have a full link of that in article in my newsletter tonight for more information. Now, let's get to the fun stuff. Today, I am joined by Josh Allen of Tive. He's the Chief Revenue Officer. Josh, happy Friday. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Sydney. How are you? Thanks for I, having me on today. <laughs> of course, and I, I'm doing good. It's a good Friday, and I, I think I might be the last of your, of your uh, interviews for the day, at least, right? <laughs> Uh, we got a little bit more. It's a it's a busy day here at Tive, but uh, but this is this is a fun one. Perfect. So let's get into it a bit. I'd actually like to know more about your background, how you came to Tive, and um, just more about who you are. Yeah. So I am uh, I'm I'm born and raised in the Boston area, which is where Tive is headquartered. So our our headquarters is here in Charlestown, um, which is just north of Boston, and it's a beautiful new headquarters that we moved into actually just this week. Um, but my background, so I have worked for uh, some very high growth technology companies here in Boston, um, a few that have gone from from zero to hundreds of millions in revenue. And so my my focus tends to be joining high growth technology companies like Tive that are in the midst of trying to scale their processes, bring in the right people to help the company grow um, and really transition from being a, a startup company into a true global company at scale. And so let's get into a couple of things when it comes to Tive. Of course, this is the third time I've had a member from Tive on the show because y'all just keep running out on products, new products. I feel like it's every couple of months there's something that Tive's coming out with. And so there's something new, 
and let's talk about it. We're calling it the Tive Probe, is that correct? Yeah, it's it's technically the probe itself is an accessory, but I think the 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 bigger headline for us is that we have a full pharma solution. And so um, for anyone who works with with pharmaceutical companies and the products they're moving around in cold chain, you understand that there is a, a deep certification and validation process you have to go through to make sure that from a technology standpoint, uh, you're checking the boxes and that through transport and upon delivery, uh, the goods are being received as expected so that from a consumer standpoint, they're, they're safe to use um, and they're helping people with the medicines they're actually trying to deliver. So we're excited because we have finally reached the, the stage that we have a certified validated product that ranges across all temperatures. So if you think from ambient shipment temperatures all the way down to minus 200, if you're shipping uh, in a cryo container, we're doing uh, those ranges and everything in the middle there. So it's it's been a nice development for, for the company to be able to play in that space. Truly getting a full report of the food industry, beverage, and now pharmaceuticals, that's, that's great. Let's get into this product a bit more, especially if it's focusing more on the pharmaceuticals, something that I enjoy talking about on the show because I think when people think about the cold chain, they think primarily about the food side of things. They don't remember all the drugs, all the vaccines, even some of those you know, moving body parts that people need to keep cold. So if we have this, this probe, I know we have a couple of photos of it, if we could pull some of them up on our side of things, and it's comparing it to the handheld I know that we have, it looks a bit different too. It's quite smaller. Yeah, it is. If you, if you think about it, it's essentially, um, and I can show a picture of it live too when you get a chance, but it's essentially, it's an accessory to the existing tracker. So Tive, Tive is known for, in particular, the, the Solo 5G that we have here. Um, this is our non-lithium version. So we were the first to market with a non-lithium version for anyone who's, who's shipping uh, via air in particular. That's really important so things don't get stuck in a customs process because you have a dangerous uh, potential contaminant on board. But so essentially what we did is, is we took our existing tracker, which has a charging port on the side for our customers who reuse it, and built an accessory with the probe. So the probe itself, this can go into dry ice, it can go into a cryo container. We have uh, different probes for different use cases. And this has allowed us to, to operate in that world, um, you know, there's a percentage of shipments that are being shipped via dry ice or cryo containers. And whether it's the pharma, the big pharma companies themselves or working with the many packaging manufacturers that they enlist um, to build the right types of containers to ship this product or the 3PLs and logistics service providers who are, who are already doing it today, we work across each of those. And uh, they've been looking for, for new technologies, more advanced technologies, not only at the hardware level, because we talk about the things that we can see, but I think where, where Tive has really become special and the reason we've been pulled in um, is what we're doing on the integration side from a software standpoint. So really being able to take all of the data that these devices are generating and turn it into actionable actionable uh, results for our customers or for our customers' customers to be able to take action in case something goes wrong mid-shipment. Now, what do you think it is that the pharmaceutical industry was missing when it comes to these products? Maybe how cold something can track something, or is it that data, how you know easy it is to get that data back? What do you think it necessarily is that they were missing? Yeah, I think it's, there's a, there's a few. I think what I love about 
the pharmaceutical industry is um, their objective approach to measuring devices like ours. So they're going to bring it in house and they will they'll put you through all the paces, all of the tests, um, things that they do in house. They want to be able to, and they want to be able to test all different types of configurations. So if they want to drop it down to see if if this is transmitting. Uh, every two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, they want to know, you know, within our TIVE device, we get to triangulate across Wi-Fi, cellular, and GPS, so they can turn all of those on to get the most accurate location possible. Uh, they, uh, some of them will test for, for shock and just understand, like, if a, if a pallet gets dropped or if something gets moved in transit, what type of impact that's potentially having on the product that's being shipped. But it's 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 a very objective testing process they're putting us through, and so I think in in some of the the major um, the major brands that that you'd know globally who are testing our product and putting it through its paces, they're doing so because they haven't quite had what they want available on the market. To your point, um, for for certain temperature ranges, but also the accuracy of the data. So are they getting because the they really need to know like small deviations in temperatures can have major consequences in pharma. And it can be the difference between something being received and put into quarantine. So delaying the ability to get that into the hands of a consumer because they had a temperature excursion along the way um, or something that can't be received or used at all by a consumer and they have to line up a new shipment that's coming from somewhere else. So it can, co it can cause a lot of pain in the supply chain and I think the, the stat that we've all heard out there is that 20% uh, of, of pharmaceutical shipments that are sent via cold chain transport end up either being delayed or, or unusable upon receipt. That's a, that's a really big number because most of these shipments have very large price tags associated with them uh, because of the value of the cargo. I did not realize that. I don't think I knew that statistic. 20%. That's a lot. It's a big number. <laughs> a big number, yeah. So let's hold up this probe one more time. So how might somebody use this? Where, where exactly would it go? So a lot, of the, um, a lot of the containers that are being used in pharma now, uh, especially some of the more advanced companies out there who are building either boxes or actual cases that have a vacuum seal with it, they have created ports for where this is going to sit. Now, if they don't have a port, we have an adhesive on it that will, that will stick to it just like in the food world or the high value goods world where you're going to stick this to the side of a pallet, you can do the same thing on most of those containers, but some of them have ports where it will, it will just sit inside of it. And then they also have access panels for the probe to be able to go into either the dry ice or the cryo container. So it's going to feed down to a point where you're getting an accurate temperature read. So you're getting two temperature reads with this product. You're getting the temperature read and the contents so whether you're in dry ice or cryo, you're getting a full temperature read of the actual product. And then you're also getting the, the ambient temperature or whatever the temperature is of the storage unit on the outside. So you know that if your, your ambient or surrounding environment is at the right temperature, and then also if the contents are at the right temperature. And you can feed um, both of those data points in real time through Tive's software platform and then integrate with your own business platform, whether it's a TMS, a WMS, or uh, an ERP that the business is using to track their data. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to see in action. We have a few partners in particular um, on, the, uh, on the packaging side who have directly integrated Tive as a preferred vendor and are using it for uh, shipments of 
of many of the medicines that, that you and I and our family members and friends are using on a pretty regular basis. So I have yet to stand myself in the middle of a warehouse or on a truck that's, you know, taking cold products somewhere. And I see that the two are connected and there's, you know, this, this line here connecting them. Is it possible to get something longer? I don't know if it's necessary to have something that's longer to connect to where they need it to go. Or is that maybe the standard of what is necessary? It's, I see that. Yeah. It's, it's pr- so this one is about three feet. Okay. Which in the majority of cases that we've tested and, and, um, and worked with, I'd say better than 95 or 96% of those cases, this is adequate length. In the situations where we need something longer, we can get an adapter accessory to lengthen it. But for the most part, um, this, is, this is working on most things with the exception of a few. Perfect. And I'm correct in thinking that to use the probe, you do have to have the Tive Solo, correct? That is correct. Yeah, this is... And, and we ship these together because they have to go through a validation process together. So we want to make sure that we're sending uh, the two units together that have gone through that. But yes, in order to get the reading of the contents, it, it will attach right here on the side to the Solo 5G tracker. And so we talk about the pharmaceutical industry and the array of products that Tive now has. And I'm, I'm sure you guys will come out with more. It, there's probably something next week that you guys are going to email me about. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm curious, is there, you know, is there one company that, could, not anybody specific necessarily, but just could all of Tive's products be used for one company, or is this something that you believe, you know, one specific product is best for this, one specific product is best for this type of company? Can, you know, the, the Tive suite be used by, you know, all? It's a great question. I think um, where we do see it being used by all is is with uh, the 3PLs, transportation service providers, logistics service providers, um, freight forwarders, the companies that are that are running all types of shipments on behalf of their customers. Because you can get everything from pharma, uh, ultra cold chain to food and produce to meat and poultry to high value goods like technology or satellite parts or plane parts or car batteries and everything sort of in between. So as a result, um, we have customers that are using our probes, they're using our solo 5G trackers. There are places in the world where, um, where 2G still matters because of connections when you get in certain parts of Latin America or the Middle East or Asia. Um, we have uh, our temperature beacon. So if you need multiple temperature readings within a, a single shipment, you can add those on with the Solo 5G. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about, to talk about this yet, uh, but this is our, our Tive tag, which believe it or not, in spite of the fact that it's this thin little sticker, it has a battery that lasts up to one year and is going to read temperature. So this is, um, it's, a, it's a passive temperature logger. So it's something that would get stuck on the side of a shipment or inside of a shipment. And at the, at the beginning, you would use a phone or an RFID reader to initiate the shipment. And then when it reaches its location, you would do the same to close out the shipment. So we see this being used in cases where you have uh, very large volumes, where you want to make sure you, um, you have a temperature reading in case something were to go wrong, uh, but also that, that you don't necessarily need real time or you want something that's a little bit cheaper because of the type of goods or produce um, that are being shipped. But we also see this in use in, in pharmaceutical use cases 
produce use cases, other food use cases, where they just want to be able to log what's happening with temperature. They want it to be easy. This is something that can be reused. So if you have reverse logistics or you have a closed loop, um, you can get it back. So to answer your question, yes, we have customers that are using our suite of products, especially on the, on the transportation services side. But we also have um, some large food retailers, some large suppliers on the food side, um, some pharmaceutical companies that are using it. So there's uh, and then and then packaging companies in particular that service pharma and life sciences. Uh, there's use cases uh, across all of these products that we're seeing play through, which is which is a lot of fun. I'm glad you brought up the Tive tag because we were on it when you guys uh, introduced the tag to us. I think it's been maybe about a month now or so. And so I was going to ask for an update on, on how the Tive is going, if, if you've seen many orders for it, and you, know, you kind of went into how it's being used. Any other updates on how the Tive tag is going? Yeah, it's been, it, it, I think like our goal to your earlier question is that we want to be able to service as many use cases as possible so that when people think of B2B shipping, whether it's cold chain or whether it's for security reasons or whether it's to make sure that things aren't being damaged while they're being transported. Um, we want to be synonymous with, with solving for that problem, which means you need a wide, wide range of products to be able to do that. So it's, it's sort of we have, we have the, the solo 5G tracker on the high end and now with the probe to, to measure all temperature and then we have the Tive tag on the low end when you're thinking about, and then there's there's probably going to be an in-between there that we're going to look to solve someday with our technology. Um, uh, so the Tive tag itself has been has been wonderful. There's 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 a couple of really major use cases for us. Uh, we see companies that have that have packaging and containers that that have a closed loop that are coming back, and they just need to get temperature reading on it. They know they have a one-year battery, so they have packages, containers, pallets. Um, boxes and bins that are going out and coming back. And this serves as a, a really easy way for them to be able to, to track the shipment duration and also understand what happened from a temperature standpoint. So I think our goal, as you think about the innovation, what we're building, where we're going, and then all encompassing with a platform to be able to house and make sense and take action on the data, in addition to a services team that we have here that um, for many of our customers take advantage of our 24 by 7 uh, managed service group, our live support group, so that when something does go wrong, which across thousands and thousands of shipments per day, inevitably something does go wrong, um, we can help intervene and take the right action on our customers' behalf to, to make sure their customers or their end users who are, who are meant to receive the shipment are getting the best experience and, and what's expected. I'm sure it's a team effort coming up with these products, but I feel like I would love to pick the brains of your engineers on this. They seem so creative. <laughs> it is, it's, a, it's a very talented team. Um, I'm happy because the, the office that we, uh, we just opened up here in Boston, and we have a very distributed team. We have a, a team kind of around the world that represents Tive, but we have a, we have a core here in our headquarters and, and our engineering group. Um, yeah, they do some pretty special things on the hardware side, on the software side. They're they're constantly creating and innovating. And I think as I look ahead to the end of this year, the beginning of next year and what we have planned for 2023, um, we're really coming to market with some some differentiation in the product that doesn't exist out there. And it's based on the feedback we've had from our customers. And it, it has a lot to do with 
how to share shipment data, who to share it with, how to do it easily, um, how to collaborate with the right parties so that when, when things are happening with shipments, whether it relates to a changing ETA window or a temperature excursion, the right people are notified and the right types of actions are taking. Um, we're innovating quite a bit there as an organization, and, and I think um, we're going to continue to show some pretty cool things on the roadmap here. Going back to the probe and the Tive Solo handheld, I know you guys announced this. It, it might be a week or two weeks ago at this point, and so I'm curious how sales have been going for it. Um, I'm sure you have to order this in advance and what you're seeing just in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's um, the timing was wonderful because it was uh, it was in concert with the Lodge of Pharma event, which happened to be in our backyard here in Boston. Um, so it was a it was a nice it was a nice place for us to be able to discuss it, talk about it. I think very proudly show our validation and certification um, that we went through because everyone who's in that industry understands the the process behind it to to go through that and get it. So. Um, so yeah, I, and I think early on when we look at both our existing customer base, which have, have been asking for this for some of the lanes and some of the shipments that they have, um, but also our, our future customer base who, as I mentioned earlier, just hasn't had like the complete solution that they've been looking for, uh, are very excited to continue to test this and, and continue to, to purchase from us. Uh, so without giving any numbers, I'd say we've been very, very happy um, with what has happened in the two weeks this has been on the market so far and uh, have quite a bit of demand that we're going to have to fulfill through the end of the year and, and into next year. Now, you mentioned in the conference, I'm curious what kind of feedback you got from, from folks that were out there showing off this probe. Yeah, I think uh, the feedback was, so, you know, we're kind of known as, as the, the technology company that's come into this space. I think we've tried to approach this as very much a uh, a technology problem, and in particular, a data problem. And uh, um, and as much as as much as this is what gets talked about, um, you know, this is what is feeding the information and the data back into our system. I think it's it's the software and the analysis underneath it that we can do that really gives our customers the actions that they need to take and the understanding that they want to have about what's happening with their shipments. Um, so the, the feedback was, was one of, uh, I think gratitude that we are, we are officially in the space and, and have, um, have a product that runs that temperature range that has the certification, has the validation, um, so that they have something else they can look at in comparison to either the products that they're using today or solutions that they're potentially considering. I think they're happy to have a technology leader um, who's coming in and, and looking to shake things up a little bit with how we've innovated on the platform. Josh, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And I know that you've teased to it a bit already this last half hour, but anything new that Tive can, I guess, tease to more that's coming up in the future? Anything you're looking forward to? Yeah, I, I think... Um, Without revealing too much, what I would say is we are we are genuine we are we're data crazy at this company, and we want to be able to give more of that data to our customers and their customers, so that when they're making decisions um, or when they're trying to better understand what's happening with their shipments, what's really going on, and what action can they take to improve uh, to improve the results of of their supply chain. Um, we're going to be providing that within our platform. So I'd, I'd say for, for anyone out there who's looking to improve how they're working with their carriers, 
suppliers, uh, retailers, whoever they're working with. Um, I think Tive is here to help assist in, in the transferring of that information to make sure everybody has access to the data they need to be able to take the right actions and provide the right level of service they expect to. And Josh, where can folks hear more from you, more from Tive, and just check out more? Are folks, are people allowed to come over to the office if they live in the Boston area? I would encourage it. Yeah, we're, we're a very friendly group here. So we are, um, for anyone who knows the Boston area, we just moved into Hood Park, which is on 500 Rutherford Ave. Um, it's, a, it's a part of the city that um, was very industrial for a long time and is a well-known area for anyone who's from the Boston area. Um, we're very proud of the office and proud of what we're building here. So I'd encourage anyone to reach out to me. You can reach me directly. I am just josh.allen at tive.com. Or if you want more information on, on the products um, or anything that we're doing here at Tive, visit the website, which is, uh, is tive.com. Um, we always have stuff going on there and are constantly updating, uh, updating the information. And to your point, all of the innovation and products we're coming to market with. Josh, thank you so much. That Boston accent coming out a bit. It was great to have you on. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sydney. Great to meet you. Now, for anybody else that would like to know more about Running on Ice, you can check out my newsletter. Like I mentioned earlier, it's tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You can get the interview that I just had here with Josh Allen from Tive, and you can check out more information. Next week, I'll be talking with the folks at Warp. Stay tuned. <laughs>